are live again. We're back in the building. It's your two favorite people on your favorite podcast. It's your boy, Mike. It's your boy, Hassan. But no, it's your two favorite people plus one. We got a special guest in the in the, in the building today. The one, the only, the retro gamer, a.k.a. the retro recap, a.k.a. He's got like 20 different names we said in the pre-show. But for today, he'll go by retro. Retro, thank you for being in the building with us, bro. Absolutely. Thank you guys for having me. It feels great to be here. We talked about this a couple months ago, man. We finally made it happen. So I'm happy to be here. Happy to be here with the people. Uh yes, sir. And just, you know, for the for the for the viewers, just so you know, his name is Retro, specifically Retro Gaming, because he is a gamer who specializes in older school video games, the classics, the things we grew up playing. The yes, things sir. Your daddy was playing the eight bit, uh-huh. and he the got new bit. stuff. <laughs> He's he not lying about that though. He ain't lying. He ain't lying. He ain't lying. That's that's why we call you retro. Um, you know, for those who 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 have followed our pod, you know that we were guests on his show. Um, we'll link y'all to it if y'all weren't able to see it. But um, yeah, man, he's a good friend of the pod. We've known him for a long time. Uh. Mm-hmm. We're gonna we're gonna age ourselves a little bit here with this one, but uh, I think we met on Xbox 360, was it? You talking about age? We talking about man? It's crazy to think that we're in 2023, but we're talking about at least with you, like at least 2010, maybe before that. Hmm. I'm trying to think. Modern Warfare came. Modern Warfare 2 came on 09. I think it might have been like 09, 010, 2010. It, it was on the first Gears of War. Yeah, it's been it's been a hot minute. It's been over 10 years, definitely over 10 years. I want to say about first. 13, 13 years, maybe? Something like that, man. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been a good run. So, yeah. You know, the 360 was out, for a fact. He, definitely when the 360 came, first came out around that time. Yep, he's a good friend of the show. Uh, I'm so glad to have him here with us. Yeah, man. I, I, love, I love being here, man. You know, I do podcasts, and so when you guys – um, present the opportunity for me to do a podcast. I was like, yes, because I mean, I'm always used to having people on the podcast. It feels good to be in the other side of the chair, kind of, you know, enjoying the convo and you know, instead of the the moderation part of it. So this is this is great. This is a great experience for me because this is my maybe first or second chance of actually being a guest on a podcast. So it feels great. Well, you yeah, are welcome. You are welcome mm-hmm. here on the Mike and the Son show. And just, you know, I just want to give the viewers just like, you know, a little bit more information about you. Obviously, we mentioned the gaming. You, Mike, met on Xbox 360 playing Gears of War. But, you know, you do have your own channel, your own content. Just kind of give our listeners a little bit of a, you know, little bits about you, about what you do. Right now, I'm currently doing, I'm a live streamer entertainer on Twitch. Um, Twitch, YouTube mainly. I've been doing content creating since 2010 2011 so it's been about 12 13 years now um mainly sticking with the retro theme playing uh, platforms like you mentioned sonic donkey kong mario um been into a lot of pac-man lately uh mainly that's my my focus is, is the live streams but i've all i also do uh short videos on youtube i live stream on youtube um i have different sources i got patreon going with some things there i've got um what else do i got going on um, those are the main things, but in terms of in terms of what I do now, it's more so just a content creation thing. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I recently kind of stepped away from 
my nine to five job duties to kind of pursue some of the things I want to do with my content creating. So okay. uh, that's mainly what I've been doing. I guess we'll dig a little bit deeper in that later. But but as of right now, I'm just kind of focusing on me, um, providing people with the best content I can, collaborating with people, uh, making uh, partnerships so that I can build myself and my brain going forward. So um, it's a fun journey. It's a fun journey doing what I'm doing. And um, we're actually just kind of getting started with me being a full-time content creator. Man, hell yeah. I'm going to clap it up. Yeah, clap man. it up for retro. Yeah, man. Shit. Yeah, hell yeah. Because, I mean, it, 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 well, it's not easy. It's not easy to 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 take that that leap of faith and and, and to feel like your content is, is, is more important than a nine to five job. And uh, I've always thought that the money was kind of like the, the focal point of of living. But it's really not about the focal point of money. It's about your enjoyment and happiness with doing what you want to do. And mm. so, and so that's Say that for the people. Yeah, man. It's, it, it wasn't easy because it's like at the same time I got bills and, and what I'm doing now isn't bringing in the same kind of money that my nine to five was, but am I having more fun doing what I'm doing? Hell yeah. And honestly, if I've only been in this situation for about a month and a half now. Would I go back to a nine to five? Hell no. Um, mm. it's just, once you get into what you love to do and your passion, the money doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? The, the, right. the money that I'm okay. getting from doing what I'm doing is much more enjoyable than the, the $3,200 a month I was getting at the other job. You know what I'm saying? I'm probably making, I'm probably making less, definitely less than half, probably about like twelve, thirteen hundred dollars $1,300 now, but I'll say that's, that is more enjoyable than, than bringing home th almost three grand a month, just because I'm having more fun and, and I'm having more control of my time. Like I control, when I want to stream, I control when I want to do this. If I want to edit, I can control that. No, no job is going to allow me to take away time for me to do some of the things I want to do. And so me personally, that's kind of what I, that's kind of what I prefer is to have control of my own time as opposed Absolutely. to dictating what I, what I do. Absolutely. So, that's just a recommendation. Anybody out there that's kind of wondering, like people always tell me like, Hey, you know, I took a chance on myself and it worked out. You know what I'm saying? I was like, damn, but taking a chance sounds difficult when it comes to your check. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, now that I've done it and I, I see what people are saying when they say I took a chance and it worked out, I would never go back to going to what I was doing just because it's, it's more enjoyable. That's powerful yeah. what you said, man. Mm -hmm. That's powerful. You know, um, I'm sure there's somebody out there right now who's listening who who hates their damn job. And, mm -hmm. you know, every time they walk into the building, I, I actually had a manager who told me recently, he uh, he was like, yeah, man. He's like, I've been doing this for, I think he said like 17 years. He's been a branch manager at a bank. And uh, he was like, you know, the money's good. I'm good at my job. I love the relationships I've created, the people I've met. But every time I walk into this building, the second I walk in, I'm counting down the minutes until I go home. That's exactly how I be too. That's exactly that, how I be. And, and when he said that, I was like, I was like, damn, I was like, do you even enjoy it anymore? And he was like, no, but, you know, it's a, it's a comfortable and reliable situation for him. You know, he, he's making, you know, I, I don't know, but, you know, his 70, 80 grand a year. You know, he lives close to work. Mm -hmm. um, you know, his, his wife is happy. His kids are happy. So, you know, he, he, he he's comfortable in the situation. And it just made me wonder, like, man, is that is that true? happiness though mm. not, and it not sounds in like what you're way. describing is, is true happiness and freedom i'll let you go son 
Oh, uh, no, I was going to say just for your, your co-worker or your manager. Not in a bad way. It sounds like he's content. And, you know, there's a good yeah. content. There's a bad content. Uh, just retro time to you. It just seemed like if your job, you were like, nah, I'm not happy with this, so I'm making moves. Now, Mike, you know me. You know me, Mike. Fuck a job. Fuck a nine mm, to yeah. five. Yeah. <laughs> you know how, Both you know how I'm that moving. Way. You know how I'm yeah. moving. Oh, well, well, yeah, I'm, I am curious. So what, what is your perspective on that? I quit my job a month ago, too, bro. Really? Oh, so you on the same wave too? Hell yeah! I was gonna, I, you know, since we in similar boats but different boats, because you know, I, I wouldn't say like I do want to get stay in the nine to five realm. I really just needed a very long. I just needed a break just for like you know health reasons and whatnot. But okay. seeing how you 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 know it sounds like you are like you you know what you want to do like you're like the the gaming the streaming that is your purpose that is your direction. I'm still kind of finding that. Since you now have that more freedom, do you feel like it's like up your pace as far as like, oh, like I'm grinding more as far as like the editing and making the content yeah. or, mm -hmm. you know, how, how would you describe it? I have to. I have so much time now. Um, the, the excuses I was making before that the jaw was always taking away time to do that. I don't have that excuse now because there is no job. You know what I'm saying? I, I am basically controlling what I do. And so that is the tough part about it because, yeah. You want to have more free time, but now that when you get it, you got to maximize it to the fullest. It's not about sitting on my ass doing nothing. I've got to maximize how am I going to use all this time to my advantage. So when it comes to what I'm doing, um, getting content out there is, is how I'm going to make revenue or get or promotion. So if I got a, a couple YouTube videos I want to post for the week, I know I need to be editing at least three or four a week and scheduling them things out every other day or so, so that so that they're ready to roll. I don't have to, you know, worry about editing, uploading. If I if I do four at a time, then I and schedule them out, then they'll just they'll just become active or, or public on their own. I don't got and I can work on the next week's content. So it's really about staying consistent and staying and staying patient, um, and not you know becoming content with this, you know the freedom. The freedom it sounds fun. It sounds cool to be free, but if you're not maximizing the the time, you know it, it, that's that's the key thing. And so. Getting back to what Mike was saying about um, the coworker, about being comfortable. That was a big word I, I took out of it as being comfortable because that's how I felt. You know, the money was good. There was no reason for me to leave. And all the signs in 2020 were showing me it's time to go. But I was like, no, I can't leave this, you know. Right. And so what you were saying, Hassan, about not knowing exactly what you want to do, that's the key. Like, I don't think in 2020, even though I've been doing content creating for years, I don't think I knew exactly what I wanted to do. It took a lot of self-discovery, took a lot of meditation. It took a lot of just reflection on what, what am I designed to do here? You know, everybody, God puts us on this earth for a purpose. And a lot of us don't really understand what our purpose is. So, you know, it took some, it took a lot of self-discovery. And I've been like, damn, I've been doing this for, for 13, 14 years. Like this gotta be the thing that I'm meant to do, to be doing you know, it that long. Yo, real I wanna... quick, I, I do. Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. You were for Okay, I was gonna say like uh, retro. I just want to give you your props. Um, I said it when we were on your show, but I'm gonna give it to you again. You were like the first person that I actually knew who was like, "Yo, I'm a streamer. I'm a content creator." Like you were like one of like the first people. Like everyone jumped in it now, where because it's you know technology made it more accessible. But like mm -hmm. I remember you were putting out clips of Gears of War One, mm -hmm. like and for real. Again, you've been in the game a minute. 
Um, for you, it wasn't like a, a trendy thing to do. You didn't hop on anybody's wave. This was like, no, I do this. So I just want to give you props for that, bro. Thank you. And I, and I appreciate you for noticing that. Cause that's, that's, that's exactly it. Like I've never been a trendy guy. Like even now I was talking to one of my homeboys about, um, cause I, I didn't, I, you can live stream on TikTok. And I was asking what are the requirements? That really? you, can, you can ask people, people have left Twitch to do live stream on, on TikTok cause they feel like it's, you can grow more on there. So I was asking them like, so how can, what is the requirement for that? And they was telling me about the 10, you know, you got to have a, I forgot, I think it, a thousand or 5,000 followers, something like that, whatever it was. Um, and so the reason why I mentioned that is because <clears throat> I'm always looking to grow. I'm always looking to build my platform on, on, on ways where I can expand, you know what I'm saying? So I, I, I have to stay grinded, but well, the thing about it is with TikTok, I was like, damn, that's going to be hard to get me a thousand followers because I'm not posting a lot of trendy shit. TikTok oh, is start doing those TikTok dances, bro. Yeah, that's what you got to do. But see, the thing about me was I'm not, lane, rich. Yeah, I've never been that kind of guy that that just hops on trends. You know what I'm saying? I'll I, I watch, but I've always been true to kind of what I want to do in terms of my content. I never, oh yeah, this trendy, I see people posting trendy shit on TikTok getting 40, 40K followers on one video. I can't even get five followers on, on in a given five months. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? But that, but I understand trendy is what is what sells or at least contributes to growth now. So but yeah, I appreciate that, man, because you you gotta stick true to your guns, but like but like you said, you, you have to know what your purpose is. Exactly. Um I've been doing this for, for 13, 14 years, and then something just clicked in my head, like, damn, maybe, maybe I'm just meant to do this. You don't do something for that long and then not right. be what you're meant to do. And I, been, exactly. I, just been, I just thought it was just a hobby. I just thought, yeah, this game and this stream, it's, a, it's just a hobby. But then I really looked at my skill set. Like, what am I good at? I'm good at talking. Maybe I should get into podcasting. Um, I may not be the best at video games, but I can make them entertaining, even if I'm not good at them. So I was like, well, shit, let's, let's take this and run with it. How can I market myself um, to, be a better, to be a better figure to where I can maximize my potential? And sometimes you just got to take steps. You like, I've done some things recently that I, I probably would have never done um, three, four years ago. I've kind of been putting myself out there a little bit more because when you're vulnerable and you take chances, you got to do different shit. You, you know, what I'm different, I can't, though. I can't do the same. I can't be the same retro I was four years ago because, because I could always rely on that nine to five job as a crutch. Okay. If this content don't go well, I still got my job making 60 K a year. And, and I was just going to, I was just going to say that too. Um, the job is probably what kept you from evolving. And now that you, have more free time and you have more energy to put into yourself and, and your craft, you got no choice but to, you know, grow and and, and maximize your potential because mm -hmm. now you in a situation where, you know, shit, it'll be times where I hit you up, you know, uh, uh, midnight West coast and you'll be up. You'll hit me right back. Yeah. Do, 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 do. So like a yeah, video and, like, and just for, just for context for the, for the listeners, he, he, he's in uh he's in Baltimore. So, you know, it's a three hour time difference. So, you know, I'm hitting him up at midnight. It's 3 AM over here and he'll get right back to me. He'll be like, Oh yeah, shit. I'm like, Oh shit. You still up. Six, he's six, like, six, yeah, man, I'm, on, I'm on the grind. I'm on the grind. You know, yeah. and I, I can't do nothing but respect that, man. I, I want to go back to something you said earlier though. Mm -hmm. Um, you you said that you 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 said it took a lot of meditation. Mm -hmm. Meditation is, is, is that that's a realm that a, a world that I haven't entered. It's one that I've I've heard about. I've heard how life changing it can be and uh, the impact that it can make. But I've never 
dip my hand into that into that that bag. So uh, mm-hmm. can you kind of go into yeah. that and describe how, how you got into it, how 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 it's affected you and, and all of that? Yes, sir. And I and I'll, I want to give a big shout out to City John. I'm pretty sure she'll watch or hear this video. Um, I definitely don't want to take that sit there and take credit for meditation because that wasn't something I was doing. That was something that working with City John, I kind of got into. Um, and I'll tell you the reason why that was big for me because I was going through this was big last year, definitely big last year. Going through a lot of anxiety, a lot of a lot of thoughts racing through my head about once again the jaw was stressing me out. Um, I, I knew the job wasn't long-term, but it was like struggling to figure out if, if leaving was the right thing. So I was going through a whole lot of anxieties. And so what, what it does, you, you know, you get a, you get into a quiet space, um, and everybody's different. You get, you can get into a quiet space, put on some, what I like to listen to is what they call binary beats. Um, binary beats is, is strictly just, you can type it in, um, let's just say you're going through like. I don't know, leg pain or something. You can type in leg pain binary beats. And it puts the frequency of the of the of the music in your ears. If you just keep that in your ears and let that play and, and like just really just clear your mind of anything that you're thinking about, I promise you that if you do it on a regular basis, it worked for me. Like I was never a meditation guy, but I was willing to try anything because it was so bad at one point where I had to try something different. So dark room, like like what Aaron Rodgers was talking about, like the um what, what was that? Blackout. Just on a blackout. Yeah, whatever the yeah, whatever that room is called that he went to the retreat, dark retreat or darkness retreat or whatever he was on. It's just similar to that. You you get into a dark place, you close your eyes, you you get some music frequencies, you clear your mind. You don't think about the future, you don't think about the past. You think about your current situation, and and, and, and about my bills. I don't think about, I wouldn't think about none of that shit. My, hey, my, yo, my. yo, Mike, I, I do want to chime in because you know, I, I dabble with meditation and I actually like I've, I've heard this thing or I've read this thing where there's multiple forms of meditation and you actually meditate without realizing you meditate because you lift weights. That's a form of meditation because in that present moment, only thing you're thinking about is getting these damn weights off of me. You breathe in, you focused, nothing else matters but that damn weight. And then when you when you put it down, you're like, you know, you're a little tired, but you're like, oh man, you feel good. Your head feels clear. You kind of you feel good about yourself. That's yeah. meditation. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, I, I've I've said it for a while now since I've, you know, started taking fitness more serious over the last couple months. Um, it it's single handedly been one of the most impactful changes that I've made in my life. Just you know, exercising, mm. you know, four to six times a week it really just it just does something it's a it's a form of therapy that you just can't describe unless you just get a dose of it you know so mm-hmm. i i highly recommend it to everyone and the fact that you said it is a form of meditation it instantly clicked in my head as soon as you say that because that's that's what it feels like it feels like therapy in the morning for me it's the first thing i do when i wake up and um i feel like it, once i'm able to do that and and challenge myself and and push myself and clear my thoughts and and all of those things it makes the rest of the day less challenging mm-hmm. yeah That's so yeah. so yeah, yeah. man I, yeah man I like it. you said, it's different forms like you said i mean you know sometimes i could be sitting down sometimes i just need to walk maybe just walk around the block for a little bit just focus on me walking and not worry about anything else works yeah works Mike, like Mike, you probably was thinking like meditation you had to you know you had to have like the you know, you was people sitting under the waterfall, chanting like it's it's not that. Like it can be that, but like meditation doesn't have to not, be not that. even like, necessarily that. But you know, 
Yeah. I, 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 just like the, uh, what's, what's the, what's the word for it? <sighs> yeah. Just like the, the sitting in place and, and just like clearing your, clearing your mind type of thing, you know, it, it, it's very powerful. It works. And I didn't, I wasn't a believer of it until I tried it and I was like, shit. Although this, I believe it works. I just haven't yeah. done it. You know, I wasn't a believer. I'll tell you that. I never thought meditation worked. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't have I just didn't have the patience back then to sit down and really just clear my mind. It, it works. So that's the thing. I, I I don't know if I'm up for the challenge. Uh, I'll, last thing I'll say, and then we can segue. But like I got exposed to meditation in college. It was like the end of the school year. Uh, I was taking a PE class and I'm like, oh, if you missed a class, you got to just go and fill in by just picking a different PE class for one day. And I stumbled upon this meditation PE class. I'm like, oh, yeah, for 40 minutes, just sit here. I was like, oh, this is easy money. I'll be sleeping in class anyways. So they were like, you know, had us in an open little gym. They were like, lay down and do nothing. Right. And like room was kind of dark, soft music. And then like it was a guided meditation. So the teacher was just like telling us shit. And she was like, OK, just imagine you're on the beach. And like, you know, because they got the music, they actually had the beach sounds. So I'm like, OK, shit, mm. I'm at the beach. Yeah, just imagine you feeling the sand and then you feeling the sun. I really thought I was at the beach. Like I'm feeling like the, the sun, <laughs> like I'm, I'm touching sand. I'm on hardwood floor, but I'm thinking I'm touching sand. Mm -hmm. And like that was like that. That's how I got exposed. And I was like, oh, this stuff really does work. Works, now yeah. there's solo meditation. There's guided meditation. The guided is if you're new to it, it helps because it kind of tells you it tells you how to not think if that makes sense. It's like, oh, yeah, just imagine a tree. And then you just think about a tree. You're not thinking about your bills, your problems. You ain't oh. thinking about that that person who left you on red. You ain't worried about that shit. You you think about this tree right now. So uh meditation is powerful. Um, I do appreciate you, Rich, because you said you know you make a moves, uh, leaving your job. I think I don't think I said it on the last pod, but yeah, for the viewers, yeah, I recently left my job. And the only reason like I feel like I need to update the viewers of this show is because for the last 30 episodes, me and Mike have been on this grind mode mindset talking about work and business and other things. And, you know, just where I'm at in my journey, I think I am still trying to reevaluate what I really want to do because I do have that ambitious mindset where I do want to be great and I do want to build. Now I'm just trying to think like, okay, let me make sure I'm building in the right place. Like not saying the job I left was the wrong place, I think my time there was done, but it it took it it took a lot of my um it took me letting go like for like you know chasing like money chasing the because it was sales job so i'm 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 worried about sales awards like chasing that you know, and I was like, okay, what the fuck am I doing here so that was just my little chime in for the viewers, okay, yeah, man. It'd be like that. I, I've I've definitely had some. Mike, quit your job, bro. With my quit job, your job, bro. Leave, you know? bro. Um, no, don't listen to me, bro. Don't, don't listen to me. Don't listen to me. I'll fuck with you. I, I have. No, I mean, the, thing, <laughs> the thing is, though, I. I, I you're right, though. You're right, though. Quit. Quit the, the damn job. The you thing is, though, I, I genuinely have a uh, an interest in a in a in a passion in it. That's what's keeping me in it because it it, it is something that I truly enjoy. That's something different then. If you fuck with what you're doing, then stay. Yeah, because you're you're working towards, you know, bettering yourself and, and whatever that is. Yeah, I it's truly, only for like, people I that don't fuck with it. Yeah, yeah. I truly think I found something that 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 I fuck with. 
So that's that's the thing. It, the, what I don't fuck with is the lack of freedom. Yes. No, that's mm-hmm. what I don't fuck with. But I do enjoy the ins and outs of the job. Yeah. If and I, I, just prefer, I just, yeah, dude. And I prefer, I'm just a guy that prefers to have the freedom. I, I've always been a free bird. I like when, when someone is do- docking me, clock in now, clock, you know, you get off at five. I just prefer to be, to, to do my own thing. And so that matters to me. But I wasn't in a field where I was, I could, I, I wasn't working in a field where I could say, this is what I want to do. So it was, so that decision for me to quit was a little bit easier. If I was doing something in, as a nine to five that I was, could take further down the line, then I probably wouldn't have left. Cause I'd be enjoying it. But yeah, thankfully for you, that's, that's your situation. Yeah. So transitioning and actually back to you retro mm-hmm. and you play retro games, and obviously we played other games with you. We've played the Call of Duties, we played the Gears. What is it about retro mm-hmm. games that attract you so much? Um, I, I would say it's it's a it's a nostalgic thing. You know, what I'm saying we we was talking about this the other day about just the appreciation for the little things. Yeah, the graphics may not be as good as they were now, but there's an appreciation for how those graphics were. They made the most of what they had. The, just the 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 sound the sound quality back then you know everything sounded what was it was it eight bit what they call it now eight bit whatever eight whatever bit. yeah whatever yeah that's what they were using back then they're not using that now so you it's appreciation for that but I think the games were simpler then because there was no multiplayer no online multiplayer these developers made their games strictly on the single player aspect of it and that's to me the fun part I think games kind of got away from that with, with focusing on the battle royale and multiplayer. I think they lose track of of the actual fun it is to play a single player game, um, and so um, I go back nowadays and play old old N sixty four games from start to finish, and that's more enjoyable than playing Call of Duty online. So I don't know, maybe I'm just old, I'm just old, but there's an appreciation for that shit. No, you said something because you said like how everything is catered to multiplayer. So my homie just came to visit me, right? And like you know, me and him will play games, different things, um, Fortnite, Rocket League. Fall guys, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And he came to my house, and most of our games we could not play together. Like a lot of games don't have the no, you and your co-op. homie just split in the screen co-op. It's like, yo, right. for us to game better, he had to go home. That's crazy. And you know, you talk about nostalgia, like, you know, one of my favorite first games that was like fire was like Halo One, where it's like me and the homie. Spending the whole day just running through the campaign on mm-hmm. heroic, and then we turned up to legendary, and then we have a one on one duel. And you're right, it was it was way let the graphics weren't there, the game mechanics weren't the smoothest, but it was like for what it was, as like the game is to do this. Oh, it was fun, it was a great time. Yeah, you, had a, you had a blast, yep. And I think people people lose sight of that. They 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 get so enamored with multiplayer, but they forget about the little the little small things like that. That you don't have to have the best graphics, the best gameplay, but if you got a storyline that makes me feel good and makes me want to continue and grind it, that's all. That's an automatic winner, right there. And like you said, Halo One, Gears One, all those kind of games had that back then. And I think they they don't make games like that no more. So that's why a guy like me, that's what we in twenty twenty three goes back and plays a lot of those old school games because. I haven't been in tune with any of the new games in the last four, four or five years because my focus has been on a lot of this old, older stuff. So I'd be out of touch with a lot of shit. 
And you mostly use Steam, correct? Like, because you're you're more like a PC gamer now. So like, yeah, not, yeah. You, yeah, you guys know I was definitely Team Xbox 360. I kind, I definitely fell out of favor when the Xbox One came out. That was when I started to like lose a little bit of of my my luster for for that console. The 360, I don't know what about it. It was perfect and everything you needed. The games, the the online aspect, and then when the Xbox One came out, and it it, it, it trended more into like a, a entertainment system and all all in one instead of just like a gaming con. That's when it kind of lost me. So now I'm mostly playing um Switch and PC, mainly Switch. I think the Switch is probably I play that more than what I do on PC. Just because of the games, they have a lot of old school games that I like. Old school franchises, yeah, the Mario's or the yeah. Sonic, the Donkey Kongs. That's Nintendo. We gotta give Nintendo their credit. They was, there was some OGs in this game. Hmm? And they don't, yeah, they don't put an emphasis on graphics. They put an emphasis on gameplay. So like, they've they never put emphasis on. They've never cared about no graphics. Exactly. I don't care about 1080 graphics for for a Nintendo Switch game. Just give me 720p and I'm good. Give me a good a good storyline. I'm good. You know, I don't get enamored by fancy graphics no more. Like everybody else do, but that's just me, you know. We're, we're we're not easily impressed anymore, and I think that plays a factor. Um, as gamers, you know, we 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 feel like we've seen it all. You know, what I, what I've realized is a lot of the times is we'll see a new game and then we'll instantly be like, man, that's just that's just this game, but they just did it in their own way. Like for example, like uh, like Redfall, like everyone was like, man, this is just Destiny and, and Far Cry and Borderlands, you know. Mm-hmm. And it was like, we're instantly, like, we're not even giving mm. it a chance to be its own game. We're automatically saying, well, I've already played this, yeah, you know? And um, yep. I, I just feel like that's where the, the gaming community is. We're, we're just, we're just not we're easily impressed anymore. We're, we're, we're a little spoiled yet. Cause you know, now, now we expect a game with perfect graphics, perfect gameplay, never lags. I can play with friends on PlayStation and Xbox. I can I can play with my friends on, you know, last gen. I can mm-hmm. do this. I can do that. Like the the bar, I feel like is just so high now that it's it, it's kind of reached a level that it 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 almost sets developers up to fail because it's like how do you how do you check every single box? Yeah, you know, it's it's hard to be um, unique. It's hard to be unique when you've seen it when you've mostly seen it all. I I, I give them credit for the ones that can do that because it's not easy. You've seen it. We've it's seen not it all. easy. We've been gaming for 20 years, man. We we've seen a lot of different games and we've seen I don't them get impressed evolve. by graphics. I don't get impressed by graphics no more because we like when when the when the transition from 360 to 480 to when we finally got HD, that transition from standard to HD, that was something different. That, that's clear. Then when that we was got, a big jump at the time. For the time, that was a big jump. That big was a jump, jump, right? We when we went from 720 to 1080, it still looks clear, looks like, but now 1080 is like real clear. Now after that, I don't there's nothing that can to me in my eyes top that. I've seen good quality. Now, if if you selling me on a, on graphics at, in twenty twenty three, that that's not a selling point for me. It, you, I need to know if your is your game good. You know what what can make me play this over and over again? Graphics ain't ain't the selling point for me. Not in twenty twenty three. It's, it's funny because every year it's a new sports game. It's the same game, but they just add like some more. Like oh, look at the beads of sweat. Like that's how they always try to get us. Exactly. Like, like, look at the little detail. Look at the hair. We're not impressed by that anymore. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, I remember when 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 Xbox One came out and the new 2K came out, and they showed the trailer. Like, that was mind blowing at the time, bro. Mm -hmm. Like, we were like, "Oh my god, you can see the you can see sweat. Mm -hmm. This is amazing. Oh, I gotta get this. I gotta get this." 
you know, right. now, now, you know, the, the fans have detail, like every player looks exactly the same, you know, you, you can scan your face and make your, my player look like you, like the, we're, the we're face not scanning impressed. is cool. The fan, the we're face scanning is cool. The face scanning is cool. I do like seeing like on, uh, on Instagram, I only see it on Instagram. People will add like real life people and rappers to WWE. So you be seeing like Drake fight, like Pusha T and WWE. That's kind of tight. That's kind of cool. I ain't gonna lie. I'm cool. not a wrestling. I'm not a wrestling person, though. No. But, 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 before we get into the next conversation, we do need to go to our brief intermission <laughs> here on the Mike yeah. and Hassan show oh, with the Retro man. Gamer. We about good to be stuff. right back. This is All a good right. show. All Let's right. go, man. Back from that brief intermission from our sponsors, but we are back in the building with the Retro Gamers, the Mike and Hassan show. And uh, yeah, Retro, you are a, a big gamer. Um, you mentioned Sonic, Donkey Kong are your specialties. Um, I, said, I, got, I, got, I got a question for you, bro. Did you ever get into Pokemon? Oh yeah, big Pokemon guy. Um, around that time when Pokemon was hot, when it first got hot, I was that was peak me. That was like, for me, middle school, uh, late, middle school into high school. So that was I was living the times. I would uh, red, blue, yellow, gold, silver, crystal. Um, You've been playing uh, the ones on Switch too, though, right? Yeah, I, I don't. Think, like, I think I saw you streaming those a, a little bit. Yeah, I don't like those as much. I don't. I'm not a big fan of Shield and Sword. That's like Gen Eight, Gen Seven, whatever it is now. Um, is it because it's a uh, 3D or just because like the Pokemon are different? I don't. I don't like. The, well, I knew. I knew at some point. The level of creativity was gonna was gonna come to an end. There's only so many Pokemon you can name and make look different. So I knew some of them was gonna be like ridiculous. But um, when it came to that particular game, I just thought it was lackluster. I don't think it was a good story. I think they put an emphasis on that Dynamax and stuff. Um, and they, they, I don't know, you played it. Um, they put an emphasis on that open forest area, and you just catch yeah. all the like. I don't. I was like the whole game was basically based off of that, and I, I just. To me, a good Pokemon game is a good storyline. You go to each city, there's something for you to do. Um, interesting Pokemon to catch, the gym leader, the, the difficulty of the gym leader. I feel like that game just didn't, you just go to one city, go straight to the gym, get your badge, leave out, go next to the next gym, get your badge. Like, it, it just was lackluster. Um, but I didn't play much of this, um, the new one, Scarlet and Sword, that much, so I can't speak on that. But I, I do miss the old, old school ones. And like I said... It could be I'm biased. I'm maybe I just love those kind of games, but I just don't. I just the new ones are just not my style. It sounds no, like you, you're the type of gamer you put a, a heavy emphasis on the uh, the storyline and like the mm -hmm. the the world. It sounds like you like to be you need it to be immersive. Like that's yeah. like top top of the line for you. Yeah, because what, what what are we playing for at this point? If 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 the story's not good, then what am I playing for? Like I need I need something that's gonna get me to when, when I turn it off. I need to be where the very next day I want to jump back on it. If I play it one day and I, and I don't want to come back to it a few five, few days from then, then it's not that good. Good good games will make me run run back to the console and play it again. And the old school Pokemon games de definitely did that for me. Yeah, no, old school Pokemon, you have the grind in those. And <clears throat> I'm going to get off Pokemon real quick, but I fell off on Pokemon after Diamond. It might have been like one or two after that. I probably was interested but never played. But like I know the new ones. I don't even know the Pokemon anymore. 
I like literally just Google like the worst Pokemon design. There is a ice cream cone Pokemon. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so they can be mad thinking about it. They running out of ideas, like right. They ran out of ideas, bro. Like there's like yeah. over 500 plus Pokemon, bro. Like it's yeah, like that. Ain't it more like, than that now? Probably more. Probably <laughs> oh, way it's more. Close, it's close to it's close to a thousand now, right? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, there's only so only so much you can do, but I get it. Like you're trying to make money, you're trying to keep the franchise going, but. Yeah. So there's not a there's not a Pokemon disc, but you know, I just I just thought that oh, was funny. Dude, just up. being real. Like, I mean, you knew at some point the well was gonna run dry with creativity. And it, honestly, if you played the last two gens, I'm just like, what the hell is this? You, they you finally, it, don't feel they finally ended the show. They ended the show, they finally got rid of Ash. They're like, all right, bro, we've been using the same kid for like 20 years. Like he's 45 now. Like, go home. Like I give them cool. <laughs> I, I give them cool for being able to drag it this long. That's a long time to keep one the one guy's your protagonist for 20 something years. I mean, I, they did a great job, man. I give them credit. It's not, it's not easy to do. You know, it's not easy to do. They, they just kept bringing in like new friends. I'm like, man, yeah, they would change his friends, but Ash was the main constant. And it's like, <laughs> I have a protagonist for 20 something years and to keep him fresh. That's hard to do. I give them credit for that. Yeah, no, but we got we got to we got to give Pokemon as a franchise its flowers. Um, it doesn't just talk about protagonists like Yu Gi Oh. Like they they changed the Yu Gi character a few times, but yeah, um, I was a big Yu Gi Oh Pokemon guy. That. Yeah, Yu Gi Yu Gi Yu Gi's Moto the character after what like the third season was was done. Then they got a new guy in there, but um, that's Other spiky one. hair kid. Just yeah, with spiky hair. Yeah, but that's a, like I can't even play Yu-Gi-Oh. I'm a big Yu-Gi-Oh guy, but it, those things if you don't with the cards and the meta and and the, and the format, you go you hop back into that shit, you completely lost. I was a guy that was big in the Yu-Gi-Oh. I took like three or four years off. Whole new play style. Everybody's trying to like one turn kill you. It's it's unplayable now. That's the only problem I have with Yu-Gi-Oh that you can't hop back into it and and be productive you have to like really study the game like a lot and keep up the, keep up with it so you know i've always been a pokemon Yu-Gi-Oh guy but that's early on Yu-Gi-Oh kind of fell off to me over the last few years i thought Yu-Gi-Oh like as a game was eventually as a whole game was going to fall off but people keep that thing going i gotta give it oh, credit yeah. they keep they keep going a competitive game if you if you They've know what your core doing. fan base yeah but it's, it's, good. it's hard to get good unless you've been following the program for its entirety. If you take years off, you're gonna be completely out of touch. If you know, and that's that's the thing. At least Pokemon, I can hop into a Pokemon game or whatever and and pick up right where I left. Even if I don't know the new monsters, I can learn them quick. You know what I'm right. saying? You you can't just hop back in after four years off and just be good. A lot of the cards that I was using back in the day, I try using those same decks getting destroyed. <laughs> like, those, those decks ain't hand ain't back when I was playing those, wrecking, they not wrecking no more. You know what I'm saying? So get with the times, old man. Yeah, I, I felt bad. I'm like, this, 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 this shred people. Now I'm getting shredded in one turn. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Well, so yeah, yeah man. Yeah. So but just real I'm quick, changing. real quick, real quick, uh, just back to video games. Like, what what are you currently playing right now? Um, I do a lot of community shit now as the focus to kind of you know keep people keep the viewers happy and uh, but mainly we play. Fall guys, um, 
Uh, I, I do a lot of Pac-Man 99, um, Tetris 99, um, my Mario Party, Mario Kart, a lot of a lot of community-based games. Uh, I don't, I've really been playing anything like crazy, like on a single-player game. Only thing I've been playing outside of that, I was playing Metroid Dread a couple uh, a couple years ago. Um, I want to get this new Zelda game, but I just haven't had the funds. Um, Zelda's on my list to get. But outside of that, I've been keeping it simple lately because I haven't had no funds to buy anything new. Um, there's been mainly a lot of just switch basic switch stuff. I don't do a whole lot of hardcore gaming yet. I'm just kind of I took a break from streaming a little bit. I kind of got back into it, but I haven't been ready to play like no serious games yet. Well, you know, I've mainly done a lot of community shit. So for now. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. But it's cool though. You. It's cool. Okay. I've seen you, I've seen you play some uh some cool shit though. You was playing uh, you was playing Mario last time I hopped in there. It was a, uh, I think it was Mario Monday. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Do a lot of Mario Super Mario Maker. Yeah, yeah Super Mario Maker. That's Mario Maker. That's what it was. Yeah. Mario Maker. Yeah, because what I Which do I've now. Which I never played. How, uh, how is that? What's it's cool. It it it, it, it caters to everybody because you got the group of people that create levels, and you got the people like me who play the levels. So right now, what, what we got going on, I have the viewers who make levels, simulate level codes, and I play them. Um, oh wow, that's dope! And I try to give them give them exposure by highlighting this is the level they made. You should go follow them, play their levels. So in hand to hand, they're giving me something to play, and I'm kind of promoting them in in creating levels that I play. So it's kind of it goes hand in hand. Um, but it, but it can to somebody if you got a creative mind, and you like to build, is that if you just like to play and speed run levels like me, you got that. So the game caters to all audience. If you if you're a big platform person, I love it. Um, the only problem is when you get people that come on there that send you level codes to levels that are impossible to beat, and you just sitting there like can't get past like the first segment because it's impossible. People people will do that to you. Like they'll they'll send you a level and it's impossible to beat, and then they just watch. They'll sit there and watch you struggle just just for a good laugh. And it's not for you. It's not even fun for like the other viewers. That's not even fun. Like they want to see you win, but yeah, it's not fun for me at all. It's not fun for me either because like. All you hear is me dying over and over and over in the first 10 seconds because I can't get past a certain part. It's not, it's not even fun. Like the, uh, lately people have been sending me levels that are doable and that's enjoyable. Like we want to see a completion to this. We don't want to see retro keep playing a level 80 times trying to beat one thing. You know what I'm saying? That's not real fun. quick, real quick. Um, you know, how like celebrities got different like fan bases. Like there's like beehive and whatnot. What is your fan base called? Well, I was called retro gang. Retro Gang is is what we Retro Gang. Hey, okay, I like that. Retro Gang is what we um shout out to my guy Noam GX. I know you're probably gonna be listening at some point. He came with the name. He was like, "Yo, we should just call this Retro Gang," you know. And I'm the kind of guy I don't I don't over exaggerate. Give me something simple, something that's to the point. You got and they came up with it, so I'm like, "All right, you guys like it? I'm rolling with it." You know what I'm saying? So it's just simple, straight to the point. I love it. Um, but wow. yeah, that's, that's what we call our group. Retro yeah, gang. I just want to say retro gang. Come on, y'all. Y'all gotta give retro some some beatable levels. You know, you gotta you gotta be on his side, retro gang. Yeah, I just want to talk to the you know, know talk funny? to people real quick. You know what's funny, Hassam? A lot of the people that are already in gang don't it'd be it'd be people that just randomly come in the stream and like, hey bro, nice, nice con. I got a level for you. Mm. And we play <laughs> not even not even with the gang. This somebody just came off the street, just hopped in there, and the other day they, they gave me a level. You know, I got to one part level and it was literally, I don't know how you beat it. And he was, and he disappeared. He left the stream. So 
so he couldn't even tell me how to beat it. So I was like, what the fuck is this? So yeah, oh, man. That's a setup. It yeah, is. He this just is, set you up. He just wanted to embarrass you in front of retro gang and dip. That was it. Yeah, that was his sole purpose. Yeah. yeah. That's the only downside of that. You 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 when you open the invitation for people to send you shit, you might run into people that just spam shit, give you levels like that with no end game just to watch you struggle. And I'm not with mm. that. So. Mm. Mm. Okay. Now just switching to the, the new game front, and this is this is an open forum for both of you, but me and Mike, you know, we're on Xbox One. I'm behind. I'm on Xbox One. Mike on Series X because he got paper like that. Okay. But, <laughs> but we were talking about, you know, how games have catered. And let's be real. Like, a lot of the game developers, and I know it's a hard, making games are hard. I'm not going to say it's easy. A lot of game developers have been dropping the ball. Like, it's almost at a point where you're better off playing older games compared to, like, newer games that are out right now um like right now like i mean like there's people who are diehard call of duty people but the the shooting game genre is not where it used to be like it's not we're not in the the golden age of shooters like we used to be mm-hmm. yeah again what 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 do you do as a shooter what, what do you what do you do i mean like you said earlier you, you, we've seen it all like battle royale was the only it was the only refreshing thing because it was a different concept. But where do you go from here? Like we've seen it all. We we've seen Call of Duty. We've seen um, Battlefield. We, we, what other kind of game are you going to do that's different? That's going to make us. You know, I always ask people who are playing on PlayStation, Xbox. I always say, "What are you playing right now? What exactly are you playing?" Right? And a lot of people just tell me like this generic shit, two K, GTA. I'm like, okay, but what what are you playing? Like, what what kind of new games? Are you playing right now? People can't tell me anything. So I'm like, well, I don't regret my decision for not buying a new console because y'all don't look like y'all playing anything. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather and I'd rather play Nintendo Switch and play the games I want to play, and then play reused titles or whatever. There's nothing new. Nintendo is a, a lot of reused titles, but at least I'm having a lot of fun. You know, so Nintendo does a really good job of reusing their characters, but putting them in new and fresh uh uh ips it's it's uncanny yep. i we gotta start giving nintendo a lot of credit for what they've been doing they've been we've been playing with mario for 30 plus years at this point oh they deserve their flowers because mario been mario been around for a minute mario and, he, and he just got a movie and he, he got a movie mario uh-huh. zelda um um uh you know metroid um these is all games we was playing on n64 gamecube shit like that Yes, but they so, implement their characters in their games, though. Like you said, Mario, shout out to Nintendo. You see Mario in, in this game. You see Kirby in this game. Like they they're all over. Like they don't just sit, sit their characters in one game and that's it. They they have their character all over the place. So you like right. you won't get them at all. In like, Zelda, Zelda's in Smash Bros. You know, Zelda's in other games. It's not just it's not just Zelda. So you know, uh, actually that's the thing too. They always bring their characters into other games, like because you did bring up Smash Bros. You did, no, we didn't bring it up, but Mario Kart, where like you got again, Zelda's not even in the same IP as Mario, but you see Mario's in the Link actually box it out multiple times, or they mm-hmm. on the racetrack sometimes. So I gotta give some credit to Nintendo. Um, you did mention 2K, and I'm mm-hmm. not a 2K person. I got 2K homies. Man, fuck 2K homies. Well, anyways, 2K, 2K not even about podcast. We can, we, about we can talk reckless anymore. here. It's not about basketball anymore. No. Oh, clips. They was skateboarding. They was 
zip lining. They're like, oh, look at my apartment. I was like, this is nigga simulator. Yeah, I live, I live, I'm a nigga. I don't need a simulator. I live this life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it really is. It's, it's, it, and it's a game based on microtransactions. You can't even, you don't have to grind the game no more. You just, you just, whoever has the most money, buy BC, you're good. I mean, you're really not good. So yeah, it's, it's taking a big, a big step away from what we knew it to be. Me and my cousin used to play 2K all the time. Now we play, we, we play it now. It's like, what is this? It's not the same concept anymore. It really isn't. So, um, people always ask me, why do you play a lot of the Switch games? Because, yes, it's the same title, Mario, Donkey Kong, but I know I'm getting good quality games, you know what I'm saying, from those titles. So they can reuse them as much as they want. As long as they give me something good to play for a cheap price, I'm good with that. You know what I'm saying? The online, not that expensive. You know what I'm saying? They just got the um, expanded package where you can go back and play the NES games, the N64 games. You can play Pokemon Stadium now. Um, what's some some other games you can play on there? Like those are the kind of games that interest me because it's a nostalgia standpoint. Mm -hmm. So not only am I paying a cheaper rate per month, the, the system wasn't even that expensive to begin. It was like what two ninety nine? I think I bought it for. Right now you can now it's not just a handheld. It's a it's a handheld and a portable thing where you could dock it so I can stream it. So it it, it gives me everything I'm looking for. So there's no need for me to spend five hundred six hundred dollars on a, on a new console. And playing the same games I was playing on on the previous gen, you know. So what? The, so there's no selling point for me. And I'm that a sounds stay, like a, I'm, I'm that a, sounds like a shot at uh that sounds like a shot of Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, I mean, kudos to them for being able to recreate the same game and and making money off of it. You know, kudos to them. But I mean, how many iterations of that have we got now? We got the the 360 version. And we got the definitive version. We got a um we got a new version that just came out right recently on on the series and PlayStation. Yeah. yeah. It's been like four definitely got me, man. They they definitely got me. I bought that shit three different times. But um, you know, uh <laughs> I mean, if you if you love them, you support them. I mean, I'm not mad at you, but it's like I'm not spending sixty bucks on the same game. Well, yeah. well, the the one that came out for the 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 next gen consoles was was twenty bucks. That's why why I dropped wow. it, you know. But okay, in in hindsight, it 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 wasn't even worth the twenty bucks. But um, at least not for thing. me. Not even for me. But um. I feel like, you know, going into this nostalgia conversation, we can't help but talk about remakes. And um, that seems like where a lot of games are going now, too. You know, we, 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 we've we had the Resident Evil remake this year. You've had the Dead Space uh -huh. remake. You know, we've had uh, we, we we keep seeing these games being remade. How how do you feel about that being someone who enjoys these classic games? Um, Great question. I, I honestly, I'm going to be real with you. I'm kind of I'm kind of in the middle with that because because one you're kind of rehashing or remaking a game that I love, titles that I love, but it also tells me that you can't create new new IPs either. If we got to sit here and, and and keep using old titles, um, you're giving you're giving pe the people like me what they want because I want to play titles that that I love that are maybe in better graphics because if the games are already good, you can make the better graphics. I'm cool with that. I mean, fix some bugs here and there, but on the same time, it also tells me like. You guys are putting a lot of time into rehashing and shit, but where's all the new shit? You know what I'm saying? With Zelda, Metroid, um, uh, Resident Evil, oh, these are all games that we all love, but where's all the new games at? So, like, I'm 50-50. I would love, I would love some progression with some new games, but I also don't mind playing the old games either because those are the kind of games I want to play. But you can't, you can't continue the gaming industry next 10, 15 years rehashing old games. 
You know what I'm saying? It's got to be something fresh. You know what I'm saying? Because the games that we grew up on, they were fresh. They were, there weren't games like that until we played them. So it's like you can't keep rehashing it. It's got to be eventually something new to keep people interested. Otherwise, you're so, going to be like me just playing old shit. So, mind you, these are just rumors. We are finally supposed to get a new Grand Theft Auto. And from what the rumors I'm seeing, it's going to take place in Florida, Miami, Florida, like Vice City did. Mm-hmm. And the my the most recent rumor I got said it's going to be twice as big or three times as big as the Grand Theft Auto Five map. Now I'm a Grand Theft Auto fan, so I am hyped about that, and I do recognize it's really not a, in the mind. This is Grand Theft Auto. It's really not about the campaign anymore. They're trying to make GTA Online like its own little world, its own little space metaverse. and metaverse. metaverse. That's what they were really trying to get with. 2K, it's not a, I mean, there's basketball, but it's about its own little metaverse. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm optimistic about Grand Theft Auto. Um, Mind you, I guess AAA titles. Me and Mike have this conversation all the time about AAA titles dropping the ball. Um, I'm mad at Battlefield. Um, Cyberpunk didn't live up to the hype. Now, I was playing the recent. Oh, yeah, it died quick. I was playing the the newest Halo. It's not bad, but Again, back to nostalgia. Maybe it's not. It don't got that oomph like it used to. Mm-hmm. Still a good game. I don't. I don't know. I can't put my finger on it, but it's not I like just you like know. Content. They've well, added some stuff, but like like Halo Three. When you played Halo late. Three, it's like that late, was man. that was an experience. Well, you that's Halo how you 3. know it's crazy when our standards are just accepting it's okay at this point. Like it's okay, but that's good nowadays. Like no, you know. No. I, I genuinely Halo is one of those rare situations where I feel like it it is a good game. Okay. Halo Infinite is a good game. They drop the ball with content. Like for instance, like how do you no drop co-op. a Halo game? How do you drop a Halo game with no co-op? Come on yeah, now. How do you sin. drop a Halo game with that's no forge? <laughs> how do you that's drop a Halo game and you, you go online and there's like five maps? You know, you 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 play a Halo game and 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 the guns aren't fun to use. You know, like these these yeah, are there's just, some there's there's some guns you don't touch in Halo. Like just put that down. Literally, just don't don't even it's garbage. It's just it's just there in the background. You just walk over it. So yeah. you know, I, the the I, they they hit the ball or hit the mark with 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 the story and the gunplay is fun. Mm-hmm. Um and and you know the online when you get a team together you have a good time, but I think they really dropped the ball when it came to content with that one. And that's sad because Halo's been a franchise that's been around for a while too, and it's like damn, you already got the blueprint. You know you know what it takes to make a successful Halo game. You you've you've made it before. Now, granted, I know it's different companies now, um, but still you have the blueprint. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So there's no excuse. But like like you said, at some point the well's gonna run dry. How, how many, how many, I mean, you can't keep making five-star bangers no more. You know what I'm saying? Halo, Halo has been through its peak period. Now, like he said, we're, we're, we're content with saying the game is okay. And that's, and that's a good game now, but back, Halo has higher standards than that. Halo is, is top of the notch franchise of game. So, right. so, so sticking on Halo. <clears throat> now I have friends who don't mind spending the money. They love microtransactions. They got all the skins. They got all the armors, they got all the helmets. And you know, I remember Halo Three. You actually had to really grind for some armor. Like you had to do some like rare shit where it was like, we need you to go on a killing spree and oddball using the ball 
and do da 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 and to unlock this armor. Now it's just like you dropping paper. So like you can like you know I don't buy battle passes. That's just me. I got homies who do. I don't even. But it's like yep. I had to spend money to actually get a progression tree for unlocks. Now I know for the people listening to the pod who's not gamers, they're like, "What the fuck are these niggas talking about right now?" But for the gamers, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I was like, I got to spend money to actually have something to grind for. Yep. Crazy. When back then that, that that was a given. You had to you had to grind. There was no option to spend money. You had to grind to get those things. And see, and and that's that Halo. That's what all the games are like now. That's why I don't play a lot of that shit because it's it's really about who can spend the most money. Fortnite. Uh, uh, Halo, uh, all these different games you have to spend money. Two K, you have to spend money to get shit. The 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 aspect now, of grinding is gone. Now this is a hot take. It's actually oh, not a it. hot take. This is something no, okay. that I've actually thought about for a while. Let's get it. I think I think games now. I think we just have to get back to the basics. And retro kind of alluded to that earlier. I think we video games i i think we're trying to do too much now like i don't i don't need an open world halo like i, I just no. I, I, I just don't need it that don't even don't. sound right <laughs> you know open world open world gears of war was disgusting i enjoyed gears 5 i really did i thought the story was great but i like i you didn't need that in between you didn't need that driving around i don't need it gears 5 was open world i didn't even play mm. the, the story oh. was uh i mean it wasn't like oh, open wow. world but you had the the it wasn't linear like you have the option to travel here travel there you know you can wow. get on your little ski and you you know you're you're, you're gliding through the snow and right. <laughs> you know like if you want to get some like some collectibles you got to go to this hidden cave and there's like one or two enemies to kill has yeah. nothing to do with the main mission and then you got to backtrack the whole other way that's so ungears like <laughs> you know and 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 i realized this as i was playing resident evil 4 Cause I was like, man, this game, it it's linear, but God damn it, it just hits the nail on every like, the guns are good, the enemies are interesting, um, the AI is good, the uh, you know, um, um, the puzzles are good, the the store just they they hit the mark on a lot of stuff, and it's like I don't need crossplay, I don't need microtransactions, I don't need. I don't need all the extras. Just you can just make a make good game a without fun, it being like that. Just exactly. make a fun, good Fucking like game. like for instance, one of the main games we've been playing for the last like year and a half, two years, is Rocket League, and it's the simplest game. Simple. You, you just you just put toy cars in a ball in an arena, and you just play soccer, and it it is the most fun we have on Xbox, and we have all these extravagant games to play these days. I think mm-hmm. they just the gaming industry just needs to get back to the basics. I'm gonna give you another one. I'm gonna give you another one that me and my home's been playing. Fall Guys. That's just an obstacle course. It's just a simple game. I love Fall Guys now. It's a blast though. <laughs> I love it. It makes me rage, but I love it. You know? It has replay value. That's the thing. Give me something to play over. You hit the nail on the head. Replay value. Yes. That's what you need. A lot, a lot of these games that we're talking about in 2023 that we're still playing now is because of replay value. A lot of these new games don't have that. You know what I'm saying? And, and then you tell me I got to spend money to be good or to get this or to kick rocks. Fuck it. But, yep. but I, want, I want to say something. Linear games get a bad rap. And I'm a big linear game guy. 
you can make a linear game good, just like you just said. It doesn't have to be open where everybody thinks that the more you get, the better it has to be. I feel right. like right. you can limit yourself to a linear style and still give me the same qualities as an open world game. You know, the people think, oh, because I'm not, I can't go here, I can't go there. It's a bad game. Resident Evil is a prime example of that. And, you know, okay. I, I think that they need to trend towards more of that style. I think everything is just too open world because they want to flex the, the, the technology advancements that they have. But and that's, that's why point. Cyberpunk failed. It was just too damn big. Mm-hmm. They're yep. trying to do too much, man. And 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 you're trying to make it cross. You want you want to make it so Xbox players can play with PlayStation, and you want to make it so Xbox, you know, one players can play with Xbox Series players, and you want to make it to where th- this game is coming out on PC, it's coming out on Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, Xbox. At Series that point, X. we like, might as well only have one console. Like it, 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 it exactly. it's, too, it's too much for a developer, and mm-hmm. I like I said, you you just got to get back to the basics. Resident Evil Four Remake, you know, they they took an old game, and they modernized it, and they added you know some new things here and there, but like I said, they hit on everything that you need to hit on: gunplay, story, um. You know the graphics are great. I know Retro said the graphics aren't a, a big thing, but the graph like just mm-hmm. to see the, the the enemies that they have in there, and then you know you shoot their head off, and then like a new like something pops out of their head, and you're like, oh shit, what the fuck is that? And it looks real, you know, like it. They just did a wonderful job with that. In Hi-Fi Rush, that's another game, um, a, a, a sleeper, an absolute banger. Did not play, um, but you told me about it. I heard good things. It's also a linear experience, but I like it then. Oh, I retro. I think that's actually a game that you would enjoy. High Fire Rush. I'll recommend that to you. Once you um, said, yeah, once you said linear, I said that's probably that probably would be something I, I like. And, hold on, and, hold on. And it's a simple game. They just took they just spun plat a plat an action platformer and just made it uh, a rhythmic. And they you know they have their own you know uh, graphic style and good story and lovable characters and those are the things that matter. Okay, hold on, guys. Hear me out with this. So obviously. Fortnite came out. It was a free game. Microtransactions. That was their thing. Now everyone does microtransactions. So we can blame Fortnite for microtransactions. Yeah. For the open world where everyone's trying to do open world. I'm just I'm just throwing out a name here. I'm gonna blame Skyrim and Fallout. Not because they pushed it on everybody, but because those games were so successful with their open world, had so much depth. Mind you. They never had good graphics. They never sold you on graphics because the game was too damn big. But now everyone's like, oh, shit, now we got to go to open world. Everyone's got to do open world. Oh, we can say Fry, Far Cry. We can say Assassin's Creed, which they got mm-hmm. bland. They got repetitive. Go here, clear out the dungeon. So I don't know. I'm just, I'm just pointing blame. I'm going to blame Fallout and Skyrim. I can't get mad at you for blaming them. Um, The thing is, just because one company or whatever can do it doesn't mean you can stick to your roots. If you're right. not if you're not known for making open world games, don't don't just all of a sudden try something you've never done just to compete with. You know, stick to what you stick best. And I think, like you said, they did a great job. That doesn't mean everybody that makes games can do open world. It takes a lot. And just give me every, a every, everyone try to do battle royale. Yep. And right. that's even getting that's even right. oversaturated now to the point where I'm tired of playing that. Every game has to have one now. Just to meet the standards of what uh, the 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 gaming is today, I've got to have a battle royale to compete with these other games. You don't really have to, 
but they feel like they have to. So, and you don't. If you can't compete with the big ones, you've already lost. You lost. You know, only Call of Duty introduced Warzone that changed everything. But they weren't the first ones to do battle royale. But Call of Duty was already an established title, so they could get away with that because they were already established. Right. Any new, any new game coming out, new development, you you got to pull that off. Like, what was the game? Um. I don't know. If people still in the Knockout City? Not Knockout City. What's the, maybe with um, um, was it uh? What was the uh? I can't remember what the, what that battle rate. Maybe it was Knockout City. Do people still play that? A knockout City doesn't even. They 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 shut the servers down for that game. That game's right. done now. Oh yeah, um, I yeah. That's that's right. out. But uh, battle royale that was that wasn't successful. Um, are you talking about uh, what's it called, Hyperfall or whatever? Is that the one? Hyper, hyper something, yeah. Hyperfall, yeah, I remember that. I know what yeah, you're talking yeah. about, yeah. And people told me to play that. I don't even. No. I don't even is that thing? Is that <laughs> even still a game? Um, I, I believe the servers for that game also shut down. Yeah, I don't see nobody playing that. People wanted me yeah. to get there so bad. Hyperdrop, Hyperfall, royale. something like that. Yeah, that. Yeah, they they tried to come out with their own battle royale, and yeah, not everybody can do that though, and that's what I'm saying. Like brand new IP too. Yeah, you already at this event. Maybe you should establish a game on on a smaller scale and then open your audience up to a battle royale. But you know what? I I was playing Apex the other day, which was fun, which was fun. But I couldn't help but think, like, man, like, because because Apex has great uh gunplay, movement, maps, characters. Man, this would be a great game if it was just a regular team deathmatch objective, capture the flag, like. This game will be great not in a battle royale, but I have no choice but to play this battle royale, which, you know, depending who you're playing with, you get you you spend 20 minutes looting, you die, then you wait, and then you restart. Well, yeah. Then, well, I know they had arenas in there, and, and I only played arenas for that. I, I hate Apex, by the way, but I had a, I like to play <laughs> because it was your traditional 3v3 style. And it wasn't the whole battle royale. I like that, but I, I, I gotta ask, what, what, what's up with Apex? Why, why are you not fucking with the Apex retro? Go ahead um, and let the people know. Oh man, you want you want me to start ranting again, please? I, I thought those. It's a podcast. Were... Go for it. It's a pod, man. The floor is yours, retro. Okay, we'll let begin. the people know. People gonna already people gonna automatically say because you're not good at a game, that's why you don't like it. But that, that's really yeah. not it. Yeah, yeah. You said the movement was good. I don't like the movement at all. I don't like the movement at all. I think I think it takes a lot of bullets to kill somebody. Um, I think the um, you do a whole lot of looting to get in one fight just to lose that fight. Your whole your whole session's over. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't I'm not like I, I'm not a big battle royale guy. But if I gotta loot for for 15 minutes before I get to my first gunfight just to lose that gunfight, that's a waste of time for me. We, I could have already played like ten like, like one or two team death matches and had more fun than than looting for 10 minutes and just to lose a fight. But but the guns the guns are to me you you have to really put a lot of time into those guns which is you just have to put time into it but I don't like the how long it takes to kill somebody I don't like how people play that game people play literally to to camp until last circle to fight I don't like how people move <laughs> I don't like the that's I don't battle like royale that's battle royale that's not like that's it VR, I don't like the, yeah. the, the, the VR, third yeah. party in I don't I don't like that you could put you you and the team could be fighting somebody else to get all the leftovers. Like I I don't I don't like that now with Fortnite I don't get that too much in Fortnite you get third parties but I feel like the 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 gun system is a little bit more now with the no walls is a little bit more playable game but for Apex I don't and then it's a lot of it's a lot of operators like so if you not if you just hopping in 
you better stick to that to the one operator. But if you try to learn the other operator, it's gonna take you time. It's, it's, it's a it's a it's a learning curve. I'll give you that. Well, which is why also I would say if it had like a traditional multiplayer where we can respawn, where it's a death match, a capture the flag, a domination, and you can actually spend time with your character to actually know, okay, this is how I should use this player class or this equipment. Because again, battle royale, you're right. You'll spend ten minutes looting. You get in one fight. And that's it. And you got to restart. So that's you don't game, really, yeah. unless you're really good already, you don't have time to learn your character. So, mm -hmm. again, to your point, because I just got back into it, I was getting smacked. Me and my homie Ryan were getting warped. But we're yeah. trying, though. Lost what is that, lost and, and, and that, that's the way gaming is too now. I think that also brings up another point. I was talking to uh, my coworker about this, who is also on Xbox. He's a little bit younger than us. He, he's, he's 21, I believe. And, um, even he said it. He was like, "Bro, the ga the gamers nowadays are are also just really good. So if you don't jump into a game like initially, and you try to like join a game later, like if you try to play Overwatch now, you've never played Overwatch before, and you want to play Overwatch today, you're not gonna have a good time, bro. You're gonna get waxed all day, and mm -hmm. um, you know that kind of takes the enjoyment away from someone who." Who 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 may have just gotten Xbox for the first time, you know, like somebody's just like fuck it, I'm gonna go. I've never been a gamer. I just, I just want to buy an Xbox. I think Game Pass is cool. I'm gonna jump into it. I, I'm just gonna try out Overwatch. It's free to play, and they hop into. They're getting cooked, bro. Mm -hmm. They're yeah. getting cooked. They 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 stand no chance. <laughs> and I think um, that's why. And that's that's not developers' faults. You know, you can't hold skill against the developer. I understand that. Um, but uh, that also just. Though. That that just that just goes to show now nowadays games are more about being uh, uh what do they call it? There's a term for it, like living living games or or or, or mm. whatever you call it, where they 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 just add on the games now. They just a, a game dropped six years ago, but they just they just more keep content, it going. Yeah. They yeah. just yeah. keep it going for six years, you know, and it's not the game that it was when it first came out. Um oh, yeah. I think Fortnite, that, that for, ultimately Fortnite that hurts the gamers. Now, I, my homie got me back into Fortnite, and I went, like, I was only on Fortnite for, like, two, three months when it first dropped. I was ass because I couldn't build. I quit. My homie, he got me back into it, and I'm looking around. I'm looking at, like, the inventory. I'm looking at the guns. I'm And it's no build, so I can deal with it, but I'm like, this is not the same game when this first came out. This is a completely different game. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't even want to know what Fortnite is like today. I like it. It's playable to me because there's no walls. If you take the no build, it is playable. It is very playable with no walls. With walls, I can't. The building play. got out. The building got out of control, bro. No, this and is like I said when cool, the game when it's... the game first came out, the building was cool because we're all learning together, you know. So like, there oh. aren't those guys who are building. Like, bro, I would watch some of those build battles. Guys are in the sky in like ten seconds. That's crazy. And like Yo, now, you're just like in an endless loop of like boxes. Like that. That's not fun. That's not fun at all. And I'm sure the developers didn't foresee that happening when they created the concept. Like, no. So it, it's tough to be a developer these days. Hold on, hold on, Mike. Just listen to this, bro. Goku is running at you with a lightsaber. That is where they're at right now with Fortnite. You will see Goku coming at you with a lightsaber. What do you do You're with that? You're not lying. That's crazy. That's crazy. Wait, and with that, we have one more intermission and we will have our final session with the Retro Gamer. Stay tuned here on the Mike and Hassan Show.
gotta love these uh commercial breaks but even better than commercials is the mike and Hassan show your two favorite people plus one the retro gamer back in the building uh but no we was just talking off air just real briefly and um something that you said retro um i want to just kind of dive in more you said like you had a you were you're working on bettering yourself you know we're all about self-improvement here on the the mike and the son show what was your i guess like what was your take what was your plan on just you know creating like whatever you're trying to create um the plan was um i knew what i knew what i could do <laughs> and i knew time was kind of holding me back from doing what i could do um i love to edit I, I we talked about this before the show like i like i like creating things so like flyers promos um i like doing that of course when i get on when i actually get on stream I always tell people I don't I'm not a streamer. Yes, I do use a streaming platform and I do stream, but I, I am more of an entertainer than a streamer. To me, a streamer is somebody who who plays a video game and streams that video game and, and try, does the best he can to captivate his audience with that. I like to entertain the audience so that, that I can be bad at a video game. But if you still get some type of entertainment out of watching me be bad at a video game, I'm doing my job. If I make you laugh at some point, <laughs> I'm doing my job. Any type of reaction that I'm drawing out of you to me is entertaining. Um, I don't, I, I, and I transitioned from that. I used to be a gamer, streamer that just popped the game on, turned the stream on, stream. But I realized my character was a little bit more than just that. I feel like I can give a lot more to offer than just playing a video game. Like I tell people, if you want to see gameplay, you can just go on YouTube and watch a gameplay. The, the person on, on the camera and what they're doing matters just as much as the game that they're playing. In my in my opinion, I think the person matters more than the game because you can go to a, yeah. bunch of cha- a bunch of channels on Twitch and find people playing the same game, but what is making you stand out? So I feel like for me, entertaining, entertaining is my focus uh, right now is how can I captivate people by entertainment? I feel like that's one of my abilities I can do. Um, and... And I'm always looking for more ways to be creative with my content. You know what I'm saying? So that's really what I'm focusing on now is getting the most entertainment value out of the people that watch. Okay. Now I hear you. Um, I don't know. I'm just, this is me just thinking out loud. 2023 is like a weird time where like, yeah, everyone's got, we got streamers, we got podcasters, we got content creator, um, you know, to be honest, I know I'm a podcaster, but I never, it's still to me, I still feel new to being like a content creator. I just feel like I'm just a nigga running his mouth. That's just how I feel. Mm-hmm. I'm right there with you. I, I feel the same way. Understandable. <laughs> understandable. That's understandable. You know, that's how we think, you know what I'm saying? But once you look deeper into that, you, 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 you're using your gift, you're using your ability to, to, to communicate. And honestly, you know, you, you expand upon that. The podcast for me didn't start off smooth and well. I had I had kind of had to develop some traits, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, I feel you. But I think you guys are doing great with what you guys are doing because not everybody can sit here and do a podcast. Not everybody is built for that. No, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I don't know. Me and Mike, we got um I don't know, we we have we have uh I guess a creative mind, like well, like we'll just take something, we just look at it differently and we'll just we'll just make jokes, yeah. break it apart. Like, even though we like it's about jokes, sometimes like we as much don't let the the jokes fool you viewers. We are some very deep thinking intellectual brothers with a message. Grab and your a purpose. 
<laughs> Throw your koofy I need on, a koofy. So. I need I, I need a koofy uh, just so oh, I can oh, have me. like a, so I can have my hotel moments. <laughs> Throw the koofy on, man. You have a great. I appreciate yeah, no, we, that, Rich. No, the, the, the love it. the love is felt, man. Um, you gotta have a you gotta have a little personality, a little charisma. You can't just be up here just being bland and talking. You know, imagine imagine us being here just bland. Like you gotta have a little personality. Like if you just if you're just talking with no energy behind it, what is it? So that 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 that's a dynamic that you guys bring. And so you guys are doing the, the two person podcast. I'm only doing the one. So this is kind of interesting to see how you guys work together and collab together to make this work. Cause I'm not I'm not currently doing that. I'm I'm doing mainly me with a different guest. You guys are doing this on a regular basis. So, you know, I'm I'm learning something as I as, as I grow into this, as if I decide to branch off into a, a two person system, how how does that work? What factor you gotta factor in compatibility, you gotta factor in how you guys the chemistry, how you guys work with each other, the topics. You do you guys agree on everything? Do you guys disagree? But I think disagreements also help a good podcast because there's different viewpoints. You know what I'm saying? And if y'all all agree on the same thing, then it's not gonna be as dynamic conversation. I'll say for us, like we agree on the topics. Like if I say, Hey Mike, I want to talk about this, like Mike has never told me no. Like if he says, Hey bro, I want to talk about this, I've never told him no. Now mm-hmm. we might disagree. Like once we're like in that specific topic, we'll disagree on different things, or at least have different perspectives, but we'll at least agree right. what we want to talk about. And I think that just kind of does stem from like the friendship. Like I similar to you guys, I've been gaming with Mike for like years now. I've basically grown up with Mike. So we already I kind of already know what he's into. He knows what I'm into. Right. And we do we do a good job of um setting each other up. I know again, like you you're more like the the one man show. Whereas, like, I might want to say something, but, like, really, it's like, let me get make sure Mike's involved. Like, let me see what he thinks first. And mm-hmm. then that way I can I can play off of what he said. And then, you know, just just try to have some fun with it. Like, I don't think, like, in person, like, for someone who's new to meeting me, I'm not a very high-energy person. But, mm-hmm. you know, on the pod, it's, like, more relaxed. It's like, okay, like, again, it's entertainment. I throw a little extra on there for entertainment value. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I, I mean, and, and and like Retro said, that chemistry helps. Our process is pretty smooth and simple for the most part. Just like he said, because we we shit, we we met in what middle school, I think. So oh yeah, so yeah, you know, we we've known each other for pretty much half of our lives, which is essentially growing up together. So um, under under understanding one another, I, it definitely helps when it comes to the the behind the scenes. And um, ultimately, we we just have fun with it, bro. That's what it really comes down to. And, and I think that that's what the, what, what you and and what, what what people who listen to us feel. And that that's all it is. We're we're just here to spark the conversation, uh, uh, throw some jokes in there, um, ha- have you think about some things, and 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 that's it. You know, we're we're very simple with our approach, and I'm glad that you and. We we've had other guests come onto the show and they've also said that they enjoy the show and um they appreciate what we do and, and all of that. So it, it it it's dope to to know that what we're doing actually has an impact on people. Um because like Hassan said, I feel yeah. like I'm just a nigga who sits in front of a mic and you know, I just yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I get you, yeah. for an hour and a half. But yeah. Yeah. Your voice is powerful, man. You guys are using it to the best you can. That's all you can ask for, man. I respect that. You know, so every podcast is different. I've, I haven't been on many, but I know everybody has their own style. But 
you guys dynamic. You guys, I always say the good, the good conversation shows are always the ones where the, where the two parties don't agree on everything. Cause that's when you get stuck in different thoughts coming out. You know what I'm saying? So they, they the ones I like to watch. So, you know, when I'm watching a, a two person, if they all agreeing on everything, then, you know what I'm saying? It's not as, as dynamic as it could be. You guys offer different perspectives. When I had you guys on even now. So it's like, those those are the kind of things that make a good podcast. So you guys are, you guys are amazing, man. Just real quick, just off of um, since we're having podcast talk, like what other podcasts do you listen to? Um, I don't. I, I, I wrong. I don't listen to a lot of podcasts. A lot, the, lot, the podcasts I listen to nowadays are more so like uh, I've been listening to some of the, the players' podcasts. I, know I li- listen to Cl- Club Shay Shay. Um, I listen to um, Draymond Green has a podcast. Mm-hmm. Um. Um, shit. I don't really listen to a whole lot of podcasts, believe it or not. So I, I kind of learned my style on my own, but I never, I don't really listen to a lot of podcasts. Um, I watch a lot of debate shows, like I watch Undisputed, I watch First Take, but podcasts. Um, I used to watch Breakfast Club, listen to Breakfast Club, but I don't listen to that no more. Um, I don't know if that's people said radio podcast, I, but I, you know, I don't know. Yeah, that's a podcast, it's radio, and you know, just off of just conversation, like the. The term podcast, TV show, that's all blurred now because one, like, even though we don't put out the videos, we, we see each other like we have video. We, we could be like, oh, we're a TV show. But like, no, we just say podcast. Mm-hmm. So all that's blurred. Um, but no, I hear you. I was going to say like um, the podcast, I get a lot of inspiration from. Well, it's really two, but one I listen to more. And I'm going to give a, a big shout out to Chain because he put me on the Joe Budden podcast. Mm gives me a lot of inspiration and like what i take from him because you know something i just kind of learned is like how you could we could just be having a chill cool conversation and out of nowhere i just get louder and just just to make a point like i kind of picked that up from him just to be more dynamic Mm -hmm. um you know mike he's a mike's a really good um devil's advocate you say something he's like well what about this you know, so we we, we, we <laughs> yeah, kind of got yeah. a little bit of things, and uh, just one more podcast I want to give a shout out to um, eighty five South Show. For those who don't know, the eighty five South Show, just go on YouTube. It is just like, it's just niggas in the living room smoking weed, cracking jokes, and like mm-hmm. our first couple episodes had that feel to it. Mm-hmm. That was literally how this started. Yeah, we would just I think I actually watched y'all, listen to y'all first. Yeah, yeah, we would just get trashed and get on the mic. Um, <laughs> that's, con- that's content, though. That's, that's content. The kind of, that's the kind of shit I want to watch. It, it, it was COVID, man. You know, there was nothing to yeah. do. You in the house, you know, shit, fuck it. Um, I, I guess mm-hmm. since this is this, this seems like a good opportunity to to plug a, a pod. Um, the homie put me on it. Actually, two homies put me on this. Um, and it is the uh, the Danny Brown podcast. I started mm. listening to that a, a few weeks ago, and um, anyone who listens. To Danny Brown knows that he he has a very unique and uh, a powerful voice and delivery, and uh, on the show on his on his podcast it's exactly the same, you know. And uh, he he he's just a hell of a character, Danny Brown. And mm-hmm. um, he he talks about his different life experiences. I was listening to one where he was talking about where he went to rehab and uh, what it was like and things like that. So. Um, that was a really cool show. Uh, Danny Danny does a great job of keeping you interested with mm-hmm. his with his delivery, and um, 
that that's one of the shows that I've I've been I've been listening to. Kind of like Retro said, ironically, I don't listen to too many mm-hmm. pods myself. Um, you would think you would think doing podcasting, we you would think we would listen to a whole bunch. You would listen to a whole bunch, right? But that's not necessarily the case for me. Um, but yeah, that that's one that I've been I've gotten into recently, and I, I think Danny does a great job. So Danny Brown show. There it is. Uh, not a podcast. I watch a lot of YouTube, and sometimes it's just like random stuff. But like when it is like people talking, even though they won't call it a podcast, like sometimes like I'll I'll just see like what's like as far as like finding topics. Like it'd be either I'm on YouTube, I'm seeing what they're talking about over there, or I'm on Twitter and I'm seeing what they're talking about over there. And then I'll be like, "Hey, Mike, did you hear about this?" And he'd be like, "Yes, no, maybe." But half the time, and you know, I, I can always give Mike some props on this. I can bring up just any topic. He'll briefly just like okay, and he'll at least be able to form an an opinion, like a very like a, a well thought of educated opinion. And like yep. something we always tell ourselves, like after show, like oh, what we're going to do next is we just got to live like a broad life. We get we just got to have like life experience, and then that way we we have something to talk about. Um, because one thing I was very conscious of. Because again, because I was going to Twitter, I was going YouTube. I didn't want to get stuck in like we're at a point where we're we're talking about the same, the exact same topics, or at least saying the exact same talking right. points as other people. That's something I had to be aware of. Is like, okay, I'm not trying to re regurgitate everything I listen to. I got to at least have a spin on it. So that the good thing is sometimes Mike, I tell him the topic right. a day or two before, and he'll he'll come up with his own stick, or he'll tell me something, and we'll we'll be smart enough to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. That's great that you have that planning. You know what I'm saying? Like that's it, it, keeping things fresh. And like I said, the, the one thing with the Internet, it can be oversaturated. So you got to figure out what are you yes. doing that stands yes. out from other shows. That's why I don't really watch a whole lot of podcast show, because I everything that I've developed in the style in which I do it is all thought of on me. I never like got an influence from any particular podcast. And it's not a, a knock on those podcasts. I think those, those some of those podcasts are really good, but I don't watch a lot because I like to form my own style and how I do things. So, so yeah, man, I feel you. you Got to keep it fresh. It's hard to do podcasts for years and years and years unless you're talking about trendy stuff. So, so the kudos to you guys for just the one thing you guys can talk about better than anybody is your experiences. No one can never say anything wrong about your experiences because they're yours. So you know, as long as you got that, there's always gonna be something to talk about. You know what I'm saying? You can blend it in with some current event shit, you know, and and, and go from there. Exactly. That's great stuff. I'm glad you broke it down like that. Everybody does they think differently. Like, I'm I'm more so focusing on the, the community of Twitch, getting people on, interviewing them, kind of getting to know them. And uh, so my style is a little bit different. I'm not really focusing on topics, per se. I'm focusing on just kind of spotlight of, of, of other creators. Um, So this is great hearing your, you guys' perspective doing it Kind of focusing on your experiences it's, it's great that you have that chemistry where you could maybe bring up a broad topic and, and he and mike can just kind of take it and run with it you know what i'm saying that's great that you guys can do that because that's not easy to do you know so it's a big kudos i appreciate that hell yeah mm-hmm. man yeah man yeah man yeah. I, I i was i was in on your recent Pod two retro where you did it with uh sonic hat guy i can't remember his name oh, yeah book nice mm-hmm book nights yeah mm-hmm. and uh, man that that was that was a really good show bro i'm not gonna lie um mm-hmm. i can how long have you known him 
ironically, I, I, you you would never guess. We I don't know him in person. We've only known him on Twitch, and that's been since 2021. Wow, yeah, and that's the first it, time that we've actually talked one on one too. That that's crazy because it, it it felt like y'all knew each other forever, bro. The mm -hmm. conversation was flowing and. He had some. He had a lot of interesting things to talk about. He had some cool Sonic collectible. You, you know, you're a huge Sonic fan, so I mean, naturally, you guys would have a deep conversation about that. But the show was great, man. So I think you should, you know, just keep doing what you're doing, man. Because um, yeah. every time I, I don't, I don't always tune in as much as I should, but when I do, yeah, it's, it's always good stuff. Yeah, I, I mean, the, my thing about it is, you you gotta make it feel like like uh, if I never told you, you probably would assume that that's the case, but I like to make it feel like we know each yeah. other, you know, like I want the viewers yeah. to make it seem like we're all a family. I'm not learning you for the first time, but reality was that's the mm. first time me and him talk in a one-on-one -on -one setting, but you could fool me. Shit. Yeah. But like, you, but you guys know one thing about being a good podcast and when you have guests on is being able to adapt to what they bring. It's not about retro recap in that moment. It's about talking about the things that they're, that they know that they're good at. I knew he liked Sonic. So that's the, so most of the focus of that conversation was about Sonic. We're not going to talk about something that I, I that I know he probably don't know nothing about, and I don't know nothing about. You know what I'm saying? I try to keep it simple to where we can talk, have a good conversation, and all relate to the same thing. You know what I'm saying? That's what keeps your your guests comfy, and also keeps the the show feel like it's you know it flows when you guys can talk about mutual things. You know what I'm saying? And so yeah, we never talk, but I'm glad that you got that perspective that hey, you you would think that we've been friends for a long time just to, based on the conversation, but that wasn't even the case. You know, so, you know, you guys, you guys do a great job of that. I, I was, I, I've been on here a few times where I, I see you have guests on and you, you, tr you try to talk, talk about the things that they know about you. When I came on, you asked me what the things that I want to talk about. Those, those things matter when you're doing podcasts instead of just talking about things that the guests have no idea. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. For us, there's, we, I don't mean we don't plan, but we don't have an agenda. We're not trying to like, pursue an angle or push a narrative other than like some couple jokes but like other than right. that like no nah, we're like okay like you 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 know you know about video yeah. games we're gonna talk about video games we're gonna nerd out today mm -hmm. i know some of our viewers were like man these niggas, niggas are really talking about video games right now like damn right we are and nothing wrong with that we scaring all the hoes well if they like you for you they'll 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 still listen <laughs> if they fuck with you like they supposed to they'll listen that's the thing about being Will, will attract to you. You can't please everybody. Does you can't please everybody? Message that you say in your podcast that somebody's not going to agree with. Keep it moving. Oh yeah. And, um, oh yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. We we had to we had to learn that when we first started. We we're like, man, we were talking crazy out here. Like we're gonna piss off of friends and family. We get a angry text from my mother. How dare you say this? What you saying? Oh, What's trust? You saying what's on your chest? And that that's the most respectful. I'd rather hear that version of you than a sugar-coated one of, of ideas that you don't believe in. You know what I'm saying? That's why I was saying the drunk ones, we all was up here sauce with content. You know what I'm saying? It was, <laughs> it was a free-for-all. It was anything go, but it was great. It was great. Now, of course, you go, you might evolve from that, but I think that's some of y'all best work because it was just like, y'all was just winging it. Y'all was just winging it. And I was like, well, is this real? But it was great. <laughs> I appreciate well, that. This, did they really record this? But it was great Ooh, stuff. We try I'm to bring that a narrative same. here. I'm going to create a narrative. Oh, yeah. no. Here we go. It was great. I, I personally you know, enjoyed it, it. You know, I got to do this at least once a show. Uh, once a show, Hassan. Once a show. Oh, what's this? This man, Retro, is pushing that freedom of speech talk. 
Oh yeah, I, I mean, I mean, would you not? Oh. Oh, oh wait, yeah, we got some over uh -oh. here. Uh oh. What's going on here? Uh oh. I guess we got a, a whole different topic right now. So real quick, I mean, viewers, <laughs> man, look, I'm gonna I'm just address the elephant in the room. For some reason, freedom of speech is its own political stance right now. It is. And and people are like, oh, like how far can I go? And there's some people who's like, oh, I'm going all the way. And mm -hmm. then some people are like, nah, I'm gonna be mild. Mm -hmm. Retro is pro pro freedom of speech. Go all the way. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean, it's your platform. As long as I'm not saying anything that's gonna get me like taken off of Twitch or something, I I'll go there. Like, yeah, we just can't use slurs. We we learned that the hard way. Yeah, we okay. learned that. The did hard I, did way. I did I say a slur? No, no, you didn't. Okay, okay, because I, I honestly, it, I even though we can say even, nigga, I don't even think I don't even think you've been cussing. That's rare. That's rare. We haven't. Yeah, we've been, been, been a clean show. show. This has been a very clean show. Today. show. If this I was on my, probably our cleanest. It's probably our cleanest episode in weeks. Wow, <laughs> we came out. We came on like professionals. Like, oh, we were on time. Well, almost on time today. We were almost on time today. Slightly on nigga time. Slightly. I mean, I feel like when you get on the podcast, you 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 you're supposed to be on there to, to to give your true your true voice your true voice. I don't want to hold anything back. You know what I'm saying? As long as it's within terms of service, I'm talking about it. You know what I'm saying? I knew I know back then you couldn't talk about COVID and stuff like that. So I kind of was like, yeah. But nowadays, whatever subject wants to be dug into, I'm willing to go there because I feel like people want to hear that kind of shit. People don't want to hear a sugar-coated version of anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, at least that's not how I do it. I've But I've always been that kind of guy. Like, I don't want to put cuffs on, on, on anything. You know what I'm saying? I like to be free. So Yeah. I feel Apple you. put them cuffs on us, though, man. We we got banned, so. Oh, okay. is the, oh, is that is that why y'all don't do the that whole style anymore with the getting super soft because anything could be said? Yeah, Apple, Apple, Apple wasn't fucking with us, man. So you know, okay. Spotify exclusive, Anchor exclusive, you know. Oh, that's why. Okay. You know, Apple, we gonna we we gonna we gonna renegotiate the terms of service. We gonna we gonna holler at you. Uh, you know, we Tim never Cook, read those gonna, terms of service. We were just we out gonna, there. We we gonna see what you talking about, Mister Cook. We, yeah, we, we gonna be yeah, knocking on like, your door. But yeah, Rachel. I mean, like we, so I, I'll say for the most part, we we speak our mind like. Me and Mike, we had to talk about it, and we figured, okay, we can speak our mind. We just got to be more clever. So that's our approach. Like we will say what yeah. we're going to say. We're just we just move a little more clever about it. Because, and again, like we're we're not any. I, first, of all, I don't think we're controversial. I was just think like you know when it was first early 2020, 2021, and everybody jumped on podcasting. It was the wild west. Nobody knew the rules. Everyone was just saying whatever, us included. And I don't lie, I'm I'm two glasses whining now. I'm not sauce, but you know, I'm I'm still living my life. But uh I'm still living but, my life. <laughs> but uh, you know, I you know, I think it was one of those things, not just us, just as like a culture where it was like people were just saying like outlandish stuff for like either shock value or again to push an agenda. Now we're not trying to push no agenda, but we're gonna speak our mind in the most elegant way we can with mm -hmm. a little with a sprinkle of niggotry, and we go from there. That's that's your you guys spin on it, and and as a podcast, I respect that. I'd rather get that version of you than a sugar a, a water coat. And and that's that's the whole point. That's a bigger thing. And I, I know we only got a little bit of time. But that's a bigger issue. Is like even even with freedom of speech, we're still suppressed. The fact that Apple Music is still banning you because just you know what I'm saying. We're, there's still a level of suppression. You know what I'm saying? And, and there's just certain things that shouldn't be getting out, you know, and, 
And, you know, you just got to know where to tread the line. You know what I'm saying? You got you still got to follow orders of, of the people that are running this, but you don't want to get too watered down to where you feel like you're, you're talking in a way that they're controlling you. You exactly. know what I'm saying? And so that is a, a fine line. Even like Twitch, yeah. Twitch, I'm not, Twitch is a little bit more lax probably than the other ones, but you know, I still got to be careful with some of the things I say. So I get it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah for us, uh, saying it with your chest though, you know, oh, go ahead, Mike. we, we, we do uh, do a segment retro. Um, you know, you, you've listened to the show before. We mm. usually wrap up the show with our message of the day. It's usually mm. just like a little, uh, you know, just whatever's on our mind. We share it with the people and uh, mm-hmm. just give them a message at the end of the show. And okay. um, I'll, I'll kick it off with, with my message of the day. And uh, my message of the day is just uh, stay true to you, you know. Mm. And um, I think that covers pretty much everything we spoke about. We talked about the game industry, you know, being true to your roots in your games. Um, we spoke about it when it came to the nine to five, identifying whether or not you're, you you know, you're doing something that you actually care about or whether you should pivot. Um, staying true to you when it comes to creating content, not watering yourself down. So the overarching theme for me in this one is just is staying true to you and, and, and just taking the path where, where, where it takes you. Yeah, yeah. Um, my message is going to be just similar. I don't know if I, I don't even know if I get a message. Do I get a message? I'm sorry. You get a message. Yes, you do. Oh yeah, you get a message. Okay. All right. Point. I, I was just going to say, um, basically the same thing, but I always say be the best version of yourself. But I'll take it. Mm. I'll take another step. Um, don't be afraid to be the best version of yourself. A lot of times mm. we believe we got it, but we don't take those chances. I thought I was that guy, you know, and I and I took a leap of faith. Take a leap of faith. Take a risk. You don't know you, you're gonna miss all the shots you don't take. You know what I'm saying? For the longest time, I didn't take a shot. Now I did, and I and I'm and I'm thankful for it. So don't be afraid to be the best version of yourself because we were mm. we, we were created to to give our talents to this earth. So use it. Don't be afraid to use it. God is not gonna mm. let you let you fail if you're in if you're in the the mindset in the in the field that you're supposed to be in. So take a chance. Don't be afraid of that. You gotta follow yeah. that up, Hassan. That was, that oh, was no, a great I'm, message today, Retro. <laughs> Oh no, y'all gonna I'm gonna bring the house down. But honestly, I'm playing off of you guys. I'm playing off of everything we said. But this Kick is the door it. down, Hassan. Kick the door down. Life is a game. Mm-hmm. Mm. Just like a video game, you know, you gotta you gotta have some fun. And you know, just briefly on me, I was very passionate about my career. I might go back into something similar, different place, but I just wasn't having fun anymore. I got I was chasing the wrong achievements. I my I didn't like my character loadout. I was like, hold on, I need to reset this. I need to, mm-hmm. I need to, I need to press reset button and start a new game. And that's where I'm at right now. Retro like taking glasses off on that one. I like that. I like how you did <laughs> that one. That was, that was good. <laughs> so life is a game. Have some fun. <clears throat> Take on some challenges. Uh, you know, kick it with the homies, and it's all gonna work out. You know, mm-hmm. you might not get a, a respawn in life, but you might get a respawn in your career. You can try different things. Play different games. No, he followed that's it up. Really, he, he, that's he, really he, good. He, he did. He did what what he was supposed to do. He followed it up. You know. You don't get a respawn in life. That's deep. That's deep. But you can you definitely get a respawn in your career. Hmm. So whatever you. That's a bar. Doing. Yeah, it really is. A lot of people don't know what they're supposed to do. So sometimes you gotta go do trial and error to figure that out. You know what I'm saying? So you get those respawns until you finally get it right. How many respawns have I had in my life? Good lord! But I think I finally figured it out, and I'm thankful that. I was allowed to to make those mistakes and learn. 
I'm glad you got that, bro. I really mm -hmm. do. Yeah, so anybody out there that's trying to advance themselves, look look in, look in the mirror. I know it's cliche, but when you look in the mirror and look at a reflection of yourself, do you like what you see? If you don't like what you see, are you going to do something different? You're going to keep doing the same thing. And if the answer is do something different, I promise you, you'll 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 elevate yourself. I had to look at myself in the mirror. I didn't like what I saw. There was a lot of things I didn't like that I was very shocked about. But once I was true to myself, like, I don't like this, I changed myself. And so I'm thankful for it. A lot of cliches be facts, man. I know a lot of the time mm -hmm. we try to stay away from cliches. But I, I feel like they exist for a reason because they're, they're all of them just hit, bro. Like you said, you just got to look in the mirror and do you like what you see. Mm -hmm. And that's something that's just a process of, you know, reevaluating. And Thanks. I feel like every now and again, you got to take that step back and and look at the the, the big picture. Um, just to wrap up the show there, I, I saw something It's called the elephant. I think it's the elephant theory. And it's like when you're up close to the elephant, you only see the feet and, you know, mm. you, you don't you don't see the whole elephant. You know, and um, you're really limiting yourself. You don't realize how big the elephant really is until you take a step back and you look at the whole thing. So I, I usually take that approach and it, mm -hmm. you just got to reevaluate every now and again and, and see what that elephant looked like to you. Address the elephant in the room. Hell yeah. That's it. So Bars. with that, <clears throat> viewers, listeners, from your comfort your home give give a round of applause for the retro gamer for pulling up to the mike and Hassan show glad to be here thank you guys excellent guest wonderful absolutely wonderful thank you guys great conversation man great vibes i mean you guys you touch on everything thank you so with that man i think we're leaving the virtual building all right out of here out of the metaverse Thank you.